Here we go. Audio sync. My people, what up, though? We live. We ain't really live, but we live with another episode of All Black Men Need Therapy. My name is Chief. And I'm Bell. My name is Prentice. And we are back in gallery, the gallery 66 in hard hitting New Britain, Connecticut. Pete flew across the country to get us, you know, get us back into the live circle so we can bring y'all some more content. With that being said, this episode is brought to you by All Black Men Need Therapy Merchandise. Visit www.abmnt.com to purchase your gear today. Type in code ABMNT nah, nah, Live 15. Nah, 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 we're not live. <laughs> you fucking up, buddy. Oh, my bad. Okay. I'll just that code ain't going to go live. Nevertheless, that was, my, that, shit, <laughs> that was my commercial voice. But yeah, hit the website, ABM, ABMNT.com. Purchase your gear, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, fellas, what's happening? We got any messages before we get the show rolling? Um, we're going live in next episode tonight. Yeah, um, we, so when you hear this, the following episode will have been with a live studio audience. Yeah, so we uh, we give it a run for the first time, keeping it intimate, but just trying to see what it feels like having a live audience in front of us. Nevertheless, Pete, you flew across the country, B. Check in. How you feeling? Oh man, no sleep. You know, the, <laughs> the, the, no sleep. the flight sucked. I was in the middle seat from San Francisco to Boston. The dude who was sitting next to me kept fucking rocking back and forth the whole time and watching his iPad and I had to be like, bro, you keep touching me every time you lean back, like, can you just chill? So that was one thing. And then when we landed, when we were supposed to land, we was like 10 feet off the ground and then all of a sudden the plane just went back up in the air for 30 minutes and yeah, didn't tell us nothing. That would've, that would've messed me up. So it was kind of weird. happened to me before, that would've definitely... <laughs> Put me on the ground! Yeah, yeah it, was, it was weird. But other than that, I'm cool. No doubt. Bellhead, what's good? Um, a lot of travel, man. A lot of travel coming up. I just literally 30 minutes, not even 15 minutes ago, my flight for tomorrow morning was canceled. Canceled? Yeah, so I gotta figure that out. Ain't no more flight. Ain't no more flight. But the funny thing is, that's what I said. I only need to be there for Thursday, but I told my boss, I'm gonna fly on Wednesday to make sure because my flight mess around and get canceled on Thursday. I'm gonna stay on me. So, but again, I'm, you know. The logistics guy. No doubt. Uh, we, we, we have some new rules established within the unit right here. <laughs> Bell's going to take over logistics. Because we've yeah. been setting up for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> setting up for an hour and a half. I didn't know Prentice was coming until he called me to get the zip code for the bank card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, when are you coming? <laughs> Monday. <laughs> it's Tuesday. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm good, man. I, um, I completed, I'm in my second full week of the uh, new role. I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I said I have nothing to report, man. I'm good. I'm in the gym. Nothing to report. No doubt. Word. Um, Can you fix your mic joint? It's bothering me. Yeah, thank you. Also, you got enough layers on? <laughs> yeah. Hey, bro. This can't come to the no, East Coast. No, we're not going to play me like that. It's snowing outside right now, y'all. It's fucking snow. Y'all not going to play me like that. It's yeah. snow outside. I'm from California. You know I don't. Last time, my coat was even bigger than this one. Inside, it's climate control in here, though. No, it's cold as fuck in here, too. You got a scarf around your neck, yeah. But it comes attached to the hood. (laughs) (laughs) Got a shiesty hoodie combo, a shiesty built in, shiesty pack. You got a a onesie. (laughs) (laughs) How you got a onesie (laughs) hoodie jacket? (laughs) (laughs) You should zip up in the back. Anywho, yo, uh, yo, I had a shitty, not shitty, but I had a Pretty ugly experience at work today, B. Like, yeah, we know. It was 
it was like the parents suck, yo. Mm -hmm. Like it was it was a situation where uh, students had some beef outside of school. I got them into school, squashed it. They group mm -hmm. hugged at the end. Everything was cool. So I called the moms like, yo, you know, the girl sat down and had a conversation, blah blah blah. One mom's like, thank you so much, I appreciate it. Next mom, I don't give a fuck, them girls shouldn't be in the same school together. Like, I fucking told you, I'm just, this, she talking to me like this. And I'm just like, you know, she she's upset, but not necessarily with me. And then we talking and she, I'm letting her go for like two minutes, for real, for real. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, well, you know, we reported that to, to downtown, but you know, unfortunately it is, you know, this is the location that they have to go to. I'm just doing my job, making sure that your daughter's safe. Well, she's not fucking safe, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, man, my job is to make sure you're not fucking listening to me. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna hang up, you don't get talking like that. And just bang on her. But like, top of her lungs screaming at me. And I'm just like, yo. <clears throat> like, are you are you serious? Like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, and, 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 it's and on top of that, all of that after you telling her it was squashed? Yo, and the wild part about it is the wild part about it is it almost felt like the daughter was being pressured by her mom to fight the girl in school. Like the daughter's like, yo, I'm trying to stay, I don't want to get no trouble, I don't want to get arrested, I don't want to get, you know, suspended or whatever. And the mom's like, yeah, well I gave her the green light, so if she do it, it's on y'all. Mm -hmm. Oh you 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 bear no responsibility in this. None. None. So it was it was just fru it's just frustrating when I deal with the situation because people ask me all the time, like, what's the hardest part of my job? And I'm just like, the parents like dealing with shitty parents is awful. And, so, and it sucks because it puts into perspective why the child a lot of times is the way they are. But then you gotta 100%. also hold the child accountable knowing that their parents don't. And that's the real part. Right. How do right. you promote and teach accountability when it's not fostered at home? So think about how, you know, I've established this rapport, got her to accept, you know, responsibility for what happened outside of school when they come to school it can't happen it's like Mr. I won't be good blah 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 I don't want the problems I'm like all right bet and then mom's like green light so when I bring her back in like yo you know I don't want to send you home to you know an upset mom but this is what happened with me and your moms and then her like temperament kind of changed like almost like no nah, I feel like I should just do it Mr. because like I don't want my mom mad at me type thing and it's just like come on no, you have like social workers counselors all of that and they intervene at that point mm -hmm. I actually think we're about to hit them with the you know what I'm saying them people Mm. About the referral, and I think so. So you know what I'm saying. But well, I'm reporters. No, no, it's just shitty though, B. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it's just it was a bad situation. I'm just like, yo, come on, be better, yo. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. Yeah. It was trash. Speaks to uh, the necessity for therapy in general. Yeah. So like, I guess that can, we can somehow transition that into today's topic. Like, you want mm -hmm. your baby girl to get into a fight? What was the cost? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. don't gotta go to jail for this. Mm -hmm. She do. Yeah, yeah, so today's topic, Lee, well, first of all, thank you all again. I, I always want to make sure I, I, I thank our supporters who've been rocking with us for the last three years. Uh, shit, almost four, June will be, what's Father's Day, June or July? That just goes June. through. That just goes through how much it's it's such a disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about sock day? Yeah, you talking about sock day? Yeah, and we yeah, don't believe it's during Sports team tie day? Um, <laughs> chores day? Thanks, day? Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been rocking almost four years, so we appreciate all of you and your support and everything that you've done to help us grow as individuals as well as our our, our, our platform. So, I recently had experience, today's topic is um, working title, but at what cost, but at what cost, but what's the cost, something to that effect. And this came from, um, recently to Puerto Rico, you know what I'm saying, it was a, it was a, I, I got a watch saying vacation because it was a family trip and 
Family trips ain't vacations. I don't know how many of y'all have taken, <laughs> but they're not vacations. So it was, no. it was me, the wife, mother-in-law, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, niece, and son. Dope time, but you know, that's five adults, two kids. So we, we flew a low-cost airline, not Spirit, but a low-cost airline. And the, the hard monetary cost was savings was $1,200. You know what I'm saying? Collectively, we saved $1,200. And um, at first, I'm like, I didn't book the flights. The wife did. I'm like, all right, like, however it go. Like, the airline we flew, I don't fly necessarily, but I'm like, I can't have input if I'm not like, doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm going to leave it alone. We get to the airport. The thing I don't like about this airline. I feel like this is about to go all bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, the thing I don't like about this airline. I feel like this is about to go all bad. Bro, they they got their own rules. Like like, <laughs> like TSA rules don't. What Jamie Foxx like say? It's a it's a it's a chick named Tessa get on the mic and say, "Hey, we leaving." Word word, and it's like so so per normal airlines or flights that I've taken in my life, you can check a bag up to 45 minutes before departure. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. The standard. Also, the bags are standard 50 pounds, right? right. Yep. This particular airline, you had to check the bag an hour before <laughs> your flight and your bag would only be 40 pounds. <laughs> Shout out to everybody <laughs> trying to figure out what fucking airline. Yo, <laughs> they know what it is. Y'all know. Right? It ain't spirit. So, Yo, I would think of wish he went on a spirit flight. <laughs> I knew which one he was. I'll tell you like this: if y'all ever see me on a spirit flight, call my therapist. Man. I'm going through something. Like, I am going through something, and I need to get away. Something bad, man. But um, so yeah, man. So then, so I'm park. I dropped them off. I'm parking the truck, and they're like. The wife calls, she's like, they're not taking our bag. And I'm like, all right, well, can they just send it later? She's like, no, we can't, they can't send it without us. So we gotta either not take the bag or fly tomorrow. Oh, hell no. Yeah, right? And y'all got there how long before the flight? An hour. No. No, excuse me, excuse me, 58 minutes. We got there 58 minutes before the flight and, and their cutoff is an hour. Standard is 45 minutes. We got there 58 minutes. So I'm like, so she was like, let's just cancel the trip. And I'm on the, uh, the car play, the, the, the audio in the car, the Bluetooth. And I'm, and I'm parking the truck and I got my son in the back. He's like, no, I want to go to Puerto Rico. He had never been. <laughs> so that crosses you. I'm like, we can't cancel. Yeah. I said, we can't cancel, we'll these. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So my sister-in-law and my niece, her daughter, stays behind with the bag. And flies the next day? And flies the next day. Wow. Right? So I'm like, yo, I'm so tight, bro. Like, I'm so tight. I'm literally boarding a plane with, a, with two, three JetBlue tickets direct back to, um, from Puerto Rico. Because I'm like, I'm not doing this. Right. Only reason why I didn't press book is because she has a JetBlue credit card and our bags would be free to check it. And I was waiting for her to give me the card so I can book the flight. Right. Mind you, I had a round trip ticket that I was about like, to yeah, abandon. Y'all can have that. Yeah, I'm about to charge that to the game. Right. Like, you yeah, wouldn't have got that right. shit back. No, I don't want it back. That's what I'm saying. Like, this, this, it's over for them, yeah. bro. 
So, so, so never again? No, not no. never. So, <laughs> yo, and again, again, I didn't do any of the logistics. I normally rent, rent my cars through budget, rent a car because I got like a deep discount with my um, my company. Yeah, shout out to budget. Yeah. Yo, so so she's like, well, they didn't have any because it's a big group. She's like, we didn't have any minivans at budget, so we like, she's like, I rented something from the city. It's the same joint that's down the street from your house on South Street. <laughs> My dad. So the car rental spot. The car rental spot. <laughs> It's like just put seven cars in the driveway and be like, yeah, we right. Yeah. You can have one of these. Yo. So I get there. Oh. After y'all land? After we land. And only, I'm trying to keep up. So it's only you, it's the me, missus, it's and, me, and Chase. It's me, wife, my mother-in-law, and Chase. Okay. And the niece, your niece. And, and niece your niece and my sister-in-law stayed back. Okay. So they tore our ass up in the minivan. <laughs> tore our oh, ass up. I'm like. And all the fees. I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, I'm like at that point, I'm like, I'm never coming back to Puerto Rico. Like, <laughs> and this is the whole island. No. <laughs> so anyway, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap it up. So then, so we didn't have any clothes. You know what I'm saying? So next right, morning, no bags. No bags. Because, <laughs> because the other thing, you can't bring a check, a, 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 a carrier. You can't bring carry on on the flight. That's the other thing. What? This nigga was flying hang gliders. You was better off. You think we only got this for you? Fucking piggybacking a drone out of But I could bring a book bag, you know what I'm saying? But I couldn't bring nothing bigger than the book bag anyway, man. So I went. Nigga flew a drone with wrist straps. No, word. I was hanging on, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway. Yo, crazy, right? So now. I'm, I'm, I'm in Marshalls the next day. I got my drawers, like socks, t-shirts, shorts. But my niggas, people heard in the same. You got it both. You got it both. I got it both too. I needed something, man, because that was that airline was not it. Oh, Rice Brothers Airline. Yes, funny. Yo, so so anyway, it ended up costing us. Um, I had to go to Marshalls, buy more clothes, do all this, and, and the only bag that had, the person I had clothes was my son. You know what I'm saying? So, do all of that. Then on top of that, on the way back, it was another debacle. Like, oh, so you didn't book the JetBlue? You just, you just? Nah, I didn't do book the JetBlue. You with these niggas? Yeah. Why? Yo, and man. You called me hard-headed. Yeah. Like, because at that point, I was already made a decision. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this with them no more. But anyway, so you got there, you got there an hour and a half early this time. On the way back, and, and we almost didn't get on. Oh, yeah, man. Yo, that's the other thing. They made our bag go through agriculture. We in the United States for all intents and purposes. Why are we going through our agriculture? So that took hell long. Yeah, so and it's like, oh then I had to return the rental. Oh, the mini, the mini V. I crashed the rental. They don't know this. <laughs> No, you couldn't get in the ocean. But the, we did we did five days in the last two days we stayed at a hotel. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like a, like a kind of like a resort, the, mm -hmm. the Marriott. But anyway, I say all that to say, it's like we were only, not we, she was only looking at one thing, which is the hard cost. Right? right? How much money can we save? And not considering 
how much it would cost us from a soft cost perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is like, is this worth it? Is the, is the trade off for money more important than the time we can save? The inconvenience, right? So it's kind of like, like you, you chose to sit in the middle seat. Nigga, pay the 35 and get to get the upgrade. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga, <laughs> hey, I was trying to save our company. I was, I was on a discounted ticket. At, I what, could. at what cost? <laughs> so that's rocking back with This nigga was like this the whole time, rocking. That's the thing, right? So, like, it got me, like, bro, oh, on the, what I was, what I didn't say, on the plane, I basically, no, going there, I wrote this treatment. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wrote this whole long thing. I didn't know. I, I was just furious. The, the fortunate thing, Chase was great on the plane. Everything was good. So my question to you guys is, what are you, like realistically, like when you make decisions, what are you taking into consideration? Sometimes it's only the matter at hand and we're not even looking beyond that. Mm -hmm. I'm saying, well, look, sometimes it's the quick fix, the quick yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I was telling Bell when, when he told me, um, we were talking about this on the drive out here. A lot of times we're not playing chess with our immediate decisions, you know what I'm saying? Or we're not thinking past whatever's like immediately next. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't think about that. So when you, when you talk about that story, it really makes me think like how many things am I shortchanging? And also, I know for me, I've shortchanged shit and I've gotten so used to the repercussions of it, like that cost. You, that you, is you, bake, you bake that in. Right. You already it, it that comes with it, right? right? So yeah. I say I know that I'm cutting corners here, so this is what I'm going to have to go through. So I've kind of like normalized that shit. And that, I was going to say, that's like crazy because that's almost like ingrained in our nature mm -hmm. to like embrace the shortcoming that's, that's, that's it's going to ensue. Mm -hmm for whatever temporary fixes, for whatever temporary fixes we make in that moment. Yeah. That's crazy. And when I think about it, it, when I really think about it, it took me touching a little, uh, a little bit of money to understand the value in paying for shit. If yeah. that makes any sense. Like whether it was like an item, it took, me, it took me touching some money to have, to be able to do something the way I would prefer to do it, to see the value in it and make me realize, now I'm thinking about what we're talking about this, how much I do short chain shit. You know what I mean? Like how, how much I do cut corners or certain things. But we gotta and so you gotta so where does it come from? Like, like that your decision making process, where does it come from? Survival. Mm. Survival. Definitely. Survival. 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 Cause I realize I realize having like and again, I'm correlated to money because that's what's in my head right now, what I can think of. When you cool financially, you realize how much you had been surviving prior to that. Yo, here's the deal with money. Yo. All money does is give you options. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, survival, where'd that come from? Think about it, right? Like this, this, is, this conversation that we're having a lot has played in my head for years now. I should say years, but definitely the last couple of years. Like, think about the behaviors and decisions that we make and where they derive from. But where they derive from, like, like, what was the most important thing when the thought of this decision came to be? Like, I'll give you a perfect example, right? When I was younger, we, my dad's from Florida, my dad didn't fly, you know what I'm saying? So we drove to Florida all the time. I, was, I didn't take my first flight time to college, so I, I was just accustomed to driving. So my dad 
And I'm thinking my dad is afraid to fly. But the reality is, those were all decisions based on money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you, don't, when you don't have a lot of something and you're surviving, you do your best to stretch that shit. Right. So what does that mean? Like, all right, well, shit, there's four people we would have to fly to Florida, or we can just drive and only pay for gas. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you also got to understand too, at least for me, I'll say, my family, I didn't grow up with people taking family vacations, not flying. Right. Like my whole family drove everywhere. Like, and that was, and my uncle had money, but he just still always drove. Like that was just like ingrained in them. And um, so I'm coming up thinking like, okay, well we can't afford to fly, so let's drive. Go, what we do for Miami? You know what I'm saying? Six of us in a minivan. In a minivan. And just hit it. That shit was a good time. It was a real good time. <laughs> was like good I time. wouldn't have had it any other way, but if we flew, we'd have more time down there. Right. Think there's two days on the road that we lost in our in our vacation. You know what I'm saying? So But there was some crazy. The ride back wasn't as fun as the ride there. Yeah, but the ride there, it was so many laughs. It was it was a good time. It was a good time. But so we're surviving. So the question I got, I, the decisions become about survival. The question I have for both of y'all, are y'all still surviving right now? Or are you thriving comparatively? I'd say thriving, but still in survival mode. Yeah. Which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, def I'm definitely thriving. Um, but still but I, I don't identify the survival mode. I don't think I'm. I don't think I, I'm not in. Yeah. I'm not in. Right. I'm you haven't. You haven't been thriving long enough to identify with it. Prior. Now no, I know. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right you now, been surviving longer than yeah. you've been thriving. So right now, I've been thriving long enough to identify that I've been surviving. You get what I'm saying? Like I've had enough time to in this new space. understand that there's a difference. Because when I first got here, I was nervous. I was doing the whole too good to be true type shit. So you're not learning how to live in your new reality, you know what I'm saying? But now I've done it long enough to where I believe now and you know this that this is where I'm at now. Yeah. This is where I'm at now. This isn't a fluke. It's not going backwards. This is where I'm at now. So now I'm like, oh. So now I find myself doing shit where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't necessarily have to do that shit. Like, I'm at Safeway and I'm buying groceries and I forget to scan the garden. I'm like, I'm just gonna put that motherfucker in the bag real quick. You know? <laughs> you know? <laughs> nah, I still do that shit. Like, I still do that. I did that shit at Home Depot. Unknowingly. Like, I, I wasn't, when I got to the parking lot, and I'm like, damn, I ain't gonna pay for this. Well, like, here now. Oh, yeah, I'm not too yeah, cool. Yeah, like, we got a pallet of shingles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem all thing. Is it, it's, a, it's a tricky thing to get get out of. So we, we nah, reduce yeah. our costs, man. But, it's crazy how this conscious just flipped real quick, That, but that is. Wow. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, what's the cost? So where I learned, we talk about soft costs, right? And for those who are listening who aren't familiar with the term hard costs and soft costs, hard costs is tangible, right? Like I got to build a house. I'm, it's going to cost me $50,000, $30,000 in lumber. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those are tangible things that you have to, you have to pay. <clears throat> a soft cost in that example would be like work risk comp insurance. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like something that may or may not hit the balance sheet, or, or how many times? Oh, you got. Damn. Sorry, how many times? Sure, right now, but go ahead. You should have let one of us get the door. I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, listen, we got uh, 
This is cool. I like the interruption in the show, actually. People be like pressed about this stuff, but I think this is all part of like who, who we are and how we operate, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to take a pause in the middle of recording and then jump right back into it like nothing, I think is super, super dope. So that's just kind of how we, this is how we, this is how you get to thrive in the experience of all black men need therapy. You did? Continue. Yes, what I'm saying is. See how we picked up like this? Oh, nice. Like Shout out to Jay Gibbons, Yeah, shout out to Jay um, one of our mentors. But, um, so soft costs, right? Like, it's the things that you don't consider. How many times you gotta go back and forth to Home Depot because you didn't buy everything you needed the first time? You know what I'm saying? So, like I told you guys, I'm in staffing, and I was talking to Prince on the way down when we were talking about what we were gonna do. And, um, and the thing is this, when I was selling, we are a uh, high-end, um, staffing firm, very expensive because we, we, we do things at a high level. So we're never going to win on costs, right? So I go into a client, you're making me nervous, you keep looking behind me. Um, when I go into a client, I'm never going to be like, well, we're cheaper than the incumbent vendor. I can never do that. Right. So I have to sell on value, right? So shout, shout out to my man, Eddie Tosado. Um, there was a client I was tracking down for three years, meeting with him. He's the, he's the homie now. I bring him to, the, to, to, to my suite for the games and stuff like that. But he was like, Bell, I love meeting with you, man. We can go to lunch. Keep taking me to lunch. You a good dude. I just can't afford you. But you guys are 10 points higher. So I'm like, damn. So then I started asking different, different questions. I'm like, Eddie, I said, um, he had a state contract. I was like, what's your, what's your service level agreement with the state? He just started going through it. I was like, all right, well, how is your attrition? impacting your contract and his, his demeanor change because the attrition is a soft cost. Attrition meaning like how many people come in, his, his shit was like 80%. I'm like, so for every 10 people you lose eight? I'm like, he's like yeah. I'm like, so what does that cost you? I'm like, how, 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 how many trainers have to retrain? Like, that, those are soft costs where it's like, you gotta keep retraining the same thing and you're not getting the output from the number of people that you're training. So once he realized that, how that soft cost translates to hard cost, because I'm like, man, just curious, what's your un unemployment insurance costing you? He's like, 1.5 million. And I'm like, that duty attorney, he's like, yeah. I said, so what if we can take all of your contractors and improve your, anyway, long story short, we were 10 points higher. He went from the worst Attrition in the company, in the country. Attrition, what does that mean? So, meaning um, the turnover. Okay. You hire somebody and, and, they, and, they move, and, and they leave. To the best retention, how many people he can keep in the entire company. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, the 10 points that he had to pay saved him millions right. of dollars. He had to reshift his value. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so, once I did that, that was in 2014. Once I did that, I started considering soft costs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I am a dude, and he'll tell you, man, I'm all about convenience. Mm -hmm. I'm outsourcing everything. I don't give a shit if I can do it or not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm outsourcing it, bro, because I learned a long time ago when I was selling insurance, somebody was like, because I just bought the house, and I'm like, man, I'm not telling something. I'm doing everything. I'm not paying nobody to do nothing. He's like, I hear you. He's like, when you sell insurance, you sell, you know, um, Investments, you sell all this, all these things. How much is that? How much do you make? I'm like, well, if I sell all of that, I'll probably. He's like, how much do you make an hour? I said, if I do all of that, I'll probably be making like $175 an hour when I sit down with a client and they buy everything. He's like, 
how much does it cost for somebody to, because I was looking to get a, uh, somebody to cut my grass. He said, like, how much does it cost um, for you to pay somebody to cut your grass? I'm like, probably $30. He was like, but you want to do it yourself. He said, like, how much you said you make? You would make an hour? It's like 175. He's like, so you're really paying $145 to get your grass cut. Right. Mm. For that hour. You see what I'm saying? Because that's an hour that I can take and be in front of a client. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm cutting my grass because I don't want to spend $30, but that $30 is really costing me $145. Damn, man. You see that? So ever since that conversation, Damn. like flights, I'm not. I didn't book that flight. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't book that flight. Like, I ain't that. Like flights, I'm not skipping. Like rental cars, I'm not getting compact. I'm too big to be in a compact. Yeah, I don't yeah, get a full size yeah. car or SUV every time. And that's and that's that's where I, I got this concept from. So like, what does it cost you? So in life, it shows up outside of dollars. It can be a relationship. Mine is, mine is a little more simple though, like just in terms of like like flying. Like I'm just gonna go ahead and eat that 80 bucks and get the exit row. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and eat that, you know what I'm saying? Get, nah, lean on, you, lean nah, on the window. Don't bring up flights around day. me with you. What you mean? I'm gonna tell y'all a story, ladies and gentlemen. So, <laughs> we in Houston for my birthday, right? We're oh, celebrating my, my 40th birthday. I got, again, I took care of the, the, the logistics for the house, everything. He booked his flight, I booked my flight. He flew to Connecticut, I flew to Boston. He was like, Huh? Keep going. I'll, I'll explain. I'll explain. I don't remember what happened. So I got the rental car. I got the rental car, and um, we went out the night before. He was like, "Yo, what time your flight?" I said, "Um, at like eight. I said, "What time is yours?" He was like, "Like six. He's like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." He was like, "You trying to drop me off?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm not trying. You better call the Uber. I'm not again convenient. So I'm not doing. No, I'm not dropping you off, coming back, and going. No, I'm not doing that." I said, "You better call the Uber, bro." I do it. So. I'm I'm kind of late, so I'm rushing, rushing. Then I get to the airport, check the car. I got, then I got I realize I got plenty of time. I got I'm, I'm, I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good spot. Check my bag. Forty five minutes before, <laughs> but no problem. So I go down to my gate. Who in the gate? Him. We on the same flight. <laughs> I didn't know. I wasn't paying attention. We on the same flight. I'm like, what is wrong with you, bro? <laughs> it gets better. So that's why I'm saying he don't. You can't, you might pay for the exit row. I got there and I got back. <laughs> so we, 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 we got a changeover. There's no direct flights, right? I'm like, um, I'm like, Chief, how long, how long you, um, he's like, how long you live? I was like, I said, my shit, I gotta go now. I said, my shit, like 40 minutes. I'm like, how long yours? He's like, like three hours. God. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, no, 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 I'm cool. I'm just right over here. I'm like, no, I'm not Listen, doing that, man. That, I don't, I actually don't mind that time. So that's why I wasn't tripping. Cause it's always time for me to lock See, into the corner and get to right. Which. You don't mind it, but why that ticket? I don't remember. Not to save money. So this is a good. This is a good segment. It's probably impulsive as shit. Like I'm, I'm gonna buy my flight. I, I'm gonna buy a flight there. Won't buy a flight. Buy a flight back when I get there. Like right. that type of party. So make no sense type shit. Yeah. yeah. So here's my question: What's your greatest asset or possession right now? For both of you, and I'll answer it. But I want you to answer first. Material wise. Yeah. Just greatest asset and or possession. Sarai. Okay. Hell yeah. You possess? Not possess. Okay. Asset, no. Well, we'll watch your work. Yeah, she's definitely not my possessions, but the greatest thing. Yeah, she's asset an asset to, to my life. Okay. Yeah, we not talk. Yeah, be clear. She's I'm not. not, not, not yeah, yeah. Let me be clear. I do not own 
Any part of that. I don't know. I have to think. I got to really process that. She's an asset. Absolutely. Ask me. What is it? Time. Elaborate. So, the reason why I'm okay with outsourcing stuff and paying for stuff, because I can get that back. <laughs> We've all been broke before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I can get money back. The thing I can't get back is time. This is game. I can't get back time. This is good game. So for me, I'm like, nah, I don't care what it costs. If my, if I can be, if I'm not inconvenienced, then that's worth it. Because I'll never get that moment back. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, like I'm gonna buy, buy direct flights, I'm gonna buy flights with the shortest layover. Like I search my flights by duration. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what it is for me. It's time. So I wonder what I'm thinking. We've really had this discussion that's probably stemmed off me, off of money. So where does this come in when it's not surrounded around money? Like, okay, so for instance, I feel like immediately came to mind like, okay, once I started touching some money, I understood where I was taking shortcuts and where I was trying to survive financially, right? If finances are an issue, because I'm thinking for me prior to when I started touching something, if finances are an issue, where can someone look? Where else can somebody look to identify where they're cutting some of these corners? So let's be clear. Let's be clear. It's all relative, bro. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, there was a time when my greatest asset was money because mm -hmm. we didn't have a lot of it, so I needed to protect it. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I protect my time because right now, look, I don't have a lot of time. Mm -hmm. At the time, my time wasn't my time wasn't as valuable to me because I felt like I had forever. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I didn't feel like I had money to, to do and explore what I wanted to explore. So I was stretching. I would do things that is wild inconvenient to keep that possession. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, nah, like I don't have a lot of this, so. If that means I gotta eat bologna sandwiches, I'm gonna eat these bologna sandwiches because at least I'll keep some money. Cause it's like, it's um, it's a learned behavior, right? It's like, if you grow up how I grew up with no money, when you get some, yeah. it's a prized possession. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you also, and, and you're not, it's, you're not used to having it, so you don't know when you're gonna get it again. Yeah. So it's like, nah, man, I'm gonna just go and hold on to this. You know what I was thinking about? My thing, and I did it last night when I when I was going to the airport. My my thing is still fucking lifts and Ubers. Those prices that it costs me to lift an Uber for some reason, sometimes when I see them, I be like, I don't want to pay this shit. <laughs> so then I look. So what do you do? So I'll tell you. So what I do is I look for the cheapest one, even though I need to get there at a certain time. This one says I'll get there within you know this time frame, and it's fifteen dollars cheaper. But just to save the fifteen dollars. I'll risk the chance of possibly being late to my destination rather than paying to be on time because I don't like that number that I gotta pay <laughs> to be there when I need to be there. Yeah, yo, it's, 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 you can just, whatever your greatest asset is, that's your greatest asset. Mm -hmm. For some people, it's gonna be time. You know what I'm saying? For some people, it's gonna be money. For some people, it's gonna be, it can be um, education. You know what I'm saying? Like some people will take less money if they can learn more on this job, or some people will go to school longer um, because they value education that much more. It's, it's all it's, it's based it's on the individual. Yeah, 100. So I'm not saying that you have to value time how I value it. Right. I'm just saying, what's your greatest asset? 
You know what I'm saying? I'm looking to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to sit down and sit with that for a I'm really going to, too. This is hell again. My greatest asset is. I got to look at it and really. I can tell you what you don't be valuing. What's that? Is uh, feedback and information. <laughs> you're full of shit, yo. I think it's opinion. You're full of shit. Don't do me like that, because if nothing less, I've been abundantly receptive these past. Receptive. We was on that phone call earlier, giving you advice. Well, Bell was mostly the bit when you was done with it. You was like, "All right, I'm good." I was. <laughs> I just need to be talked on the list. I was good, but you don't get to tell me if I'm good or not. Yeah. And that's what pisses me off because you think you can communicate how I'm feeling. I talk to my guys. Like I talk off the list. Like I'm good. I'm good. And that was that. And he thought about it since. No, nobody. Notice knows. I didn't mention it to like, in the, like I, I would have brought right, it up in part right. of the conversation. Like, no. Nobody knows you better on this earth than me and Peaches. <laughs> Period. So I be knowing. Like, you don't. And again, it's, I'm, I'm mostly fucking with you, but um, even that. Like, like, like something simple like valuing information. Like, do we take it with a grain of salt? Do we take heed to it? Mm-hmm. Do we execute on what we hear? Right? Do we do we look at it like, oh no, that's not for me? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I've been dominating this conversation, so I kind of want to shut up. This was game, no, just talk. This was good. So, shout out to my man Mac. My man Mac is like my fancy friend. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything is to the nines with him, no matter what he does. Mac's cool cat. Like everything to the nines. That's just how he is, and, 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 and period. Shout out to Mac, he became partner at PwC, right? He's the 80th, 81st black partner in the company's history. Real big deal. So he's like, yo, Bell, we're going to Cabo to celebrate. I'm like, I, I've never been to Cabo. I've been to Mexico at least 11 times. Never been to Cabo. I'm like, I bet. I'm like, where are you staying? He was like, we're staying at um, Nobu. I'm like, this motherfucker, man. I'm like, I look at my, I'm like, Nobu? Like, Noble's like, hot here. You know what I'm saying? Like, my cheeseburger was $37. Right? Like, I don't even think I got fries. Like, and my stomach was messed up. I didn't even eat it. That's the other thing. So, but I say that to say I have judged it. I'm like, yo, I'm not going. I'm not spending that type of money. Not that I don't have the money, but I'm like, that's not me. But I'm like, you know what? Because it was our, our five year wedding anniversary. So we could have went anywhere. But I'm like, you know what? Let me see what this is about. So I valued his information and I, and I, and I took heed and I'm like, let me just go see. Cause I'm not gonna do it on my own. Like I'm not gonna, like, yo, like let's go. And I'm not doing that. But I went and I'm like, this is dope. I'm not coming back, but it's dope for me to have experience that now I know, you know what I'm saying? Like I know what's, what's on the other side. And if I want to explore it again, I can. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I, he is used to, a certain level of travel, a certain level of luxury. So I'm like, let me go see what's up. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, so it, all it did was broaden my horizon. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying with information. It's like, I was quick to dismiss it. And like, now that's not my type of, that's not my, literally what I said, that's not my, that's not my lane. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I did it. And, um, and as a result, it was a great experience. So. No, so I remember that story and all that. Yo, I want to keep the conversation going. We're running up on time before the guests start coming in for our live episode. So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. Yo, P, give me your final thought on this conversation. I think there was a lot of game you gave, Bill. Like, I really do. This was, this was good for me from a space of just really 
that whole concept with time and perspective and outsourcing. Because I'm very much so a I'll do it myself person. And then shit don't get done. Mm. Because I got so much shit that I'm about to do. And then what does that cost you? Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. Like I'm, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so my kitchen been like that for six months. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I six think, months. You know what I really thought about most? This, my, this is my final thought. I thought about most. My mom had me like. I was a carpenter, I was a painter, I was all this shit. Like, as a young, young, young child. Like, moms had me doing a lot of manual labor. Friends came over, they had to paint, do some shit. So I know that affected my parenting style because a lot of times I'll see shit that needs to be done and because I remember how I felt, I'll be like, fuck it, I'll wash the dishes instead of asking to hear or Anaya to do it, you know what I'm saying? It needs to be mopped, and I can easily ask them because they ain't doing nothing but playing video games or on the tablet. But I'm like, you know what? I ain't even gonna do it. I'll, I'll mop the floor too. And literally, this happens to me every day of my life. Now I'm thinking about it. There are eight things that I can identify that I can outsource that I don't. That I say I'm gonna do for whatever reason. And I have not ever considered like how much time am I consuming with one? I got able ass bodies who I have to be responsible for to do it. But I'm for whatever reason not giving myself that. And time. what are you depriving them of as a result? Well, that's what I have to think about because I don't know the answer. Yeah. But I'm sure I'll, I'll come. No, up. yeah, it was, it was more rhetorical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my final thought. Um, it was a lot of game in this, man, and I got a lot of stuff to consider and think about. Yeah. I like this. One. I'm definitely gonna go and sit down with this for a minute, but I think the, for me, it's just really processing on what I define as my greatest asset or possession. I, I, I've never really been asked that question. I think it's important to kind of figure that out and, and see how it helps me move. Yeah, I think I got to figure out mine too because I said to right. And I feel like my primary answer has to be something of self. Does that make sense? I mean, I it's think you're assessing, you're assessing how much better she makes you, then it's a valid answer. Yeah, yeah, no, not that it's invalid. I'm just thinking that question deeper than my, my which and I hold my response, but also I want to know what I consider my, you know what I'm saying, best yeah, asset. No doubt, no doubt. Like personally, you get what I'm saying? That makes mm -hmm. sense. Go ahead, what you got? Well, the interesting thing is talking to you guys, where you guys are creatives. You know what I'm saying? Especially you, Prince, you're self-employed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like what, what, what Jay said, I mean, uh, I'm not going Diddy, he was like, you don't hustle, you don't eat. You know what I'm saying? You don't hustle, you don't eat. So it's like, your, your asset of time is precious. Yeah. Because you need that mm -hmm. to bring in income. You know what I'm saying? So, my final thought, man, is just be open. Be open. Like, be open to different ways of doing things. Be open to to hearing different perspectives of, of people who've done things that you want to do, you know, and, and just be open and, and maybe things will shift, you know, and don't allow things that you used to do to survive um, convince you that you still need to do those things because it's something that you've always done. That's powerful. Yes, sir. That's my fault. Powerful note. So this has been another episode of All Black Men Need Therapy. We can be found on all social media platforms at All Black Men Need Therapy. Hit us up individually at Chief, Prentice, or Bell at abmnt.com. That's our email addresses. Um, you want to hit the group collectively, allblackmenneedtherapy at gmail.com. Website, www.abmnt.com. Hit the website now, purchase some gear, help support the podcast. Um, another dope one, fellas. I appreciate you, brothers, man. That was good. Per, sure. per usual, y'all. Do us all a favor. Hug a black man today. Do it. And tomorrow. Do it. We out, y'all. Peace. That was good, man. We, we, we banged out. Niggas is, is nice. We nice, bro. 45 words. minutes, man. We, we get this 45. shit. Something like that. Oh, we been, I've been recording. <laughs>
I ain't like how Luke came in here and he frowned his face up at the camera. I ain't like that. What the fuck is this? Yeah. 